0: Program is paid for by Talking Reds LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air.
1: Quiet on the set. We're all sound.
0: Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-Talk. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Hello
2: there. I'll give Jeff a million dollars if he can tell me whose, whose expression that was. Hello there. He would come on, Ed Sullivan, with his partner. Yes. No, no? Um, no. I'm, I'm reaching in my pocket. I'm I'm blanking on his name now. Was Marty. Guy had wild hair. Hello, there. It was like the black and white Ed Sullivan shows. Okay. But I remember. The Beatles were in black and white. They were. Don't, 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 don't. What what is significant? We'll just do trivia all day today because I don't want to talk about last night. (laughs) Um, Significant about the Beatles' first appearance on the Ed Sullivan show
3: that women all over the world went crazy.
2: They did. And some boys, too. (laughs) I can tell you that. No, it was John Lennon's mic didn't work. Oh, I didn't know that. So they were doing. Really? They were doing um, – I can't remember what songs they were doing the first time. They came, they went on a bunch. But, um, yeah, his like, mic didn't work, so there was no harmony. It was just Paul and I. Everybody's still going, ah, we don't care. <laughs> yeah. But that's the way it was back in the day.
3: That's crazy. I didn't know that. Now well, here, here they gosh. are.
2: Right right after Topo G, Joe. We'll bring them on out here. The La Beatles. <laughs> I remember getting chills when I – they got introduced, really? I knew about them. A lot many people did, but I, I knew what was going on there.
3: And how many songs did they sing? Like three? Two, I think. Two?
2: I want to say two. I think they might have come back for a second a second appearance on the show, so I might have gone two and two. I don't remember exactly, but I will look it up.
3: Did they do it like the O'Neaters when they focused in on each band they, member? And let me tell you what. Put the name underneath?
2: So much of it was based on the Beatles. First. Really? Yeah. Just like that? Yeah, a lot of it. I don't. Have you ever seen the, uh, the uh, the uh, not? I don't. It's not uncut version of the wonders. I did use an O'Neaters reference in my back nine column. This nice. week. <laughs> um I was talking about the ultimate one-hit wonders or O'Neaters. <laughs> and I'm like nobody's gonna get that. But yeah, um, I would have. Yeah, you do it. I did it for you. Thank you. And you don't read it. So um, I forgot what I was gonna say. What was I talking about? Beatles. Blah blah blah. Uh,
4: the
3: column.
2: Nah, forget it. It wasn't important.
3: It was about how they focused on taking so much of that from the Beatles.
2: Oh yeah, in that movie. Yeah, for the movie. Oh, the un- it wasn't an uncut version. It was like a a version you could get that was had extra footage in it, and there was this whole scene, uh, like in the middle of the towards the end of the movie that was totally cut from the movie, right? And if you remember, and you don't remember, you wouldn't weren't alive, your parents probably hadn't met yet, but Brian Epstein, who was their the manager, was um, gay. And they did this whole thing with Tom Hanks and his boyfriend. You know who his boyfriend was? Howie Long. No. Yes, it was. <laughs> so they did this whole scene, and I guess they went... You know, it it ruins the movie. It doesn't help the movie. It certainly is an homage to Brian Epstein, mm-hmm. but anyway, they, these are things I want to talk about. Other than instead of what the fact happened. that Georgia has a dynasty and there's nothing we can do about it.
3: Well, and and I think, and obviously, you're more than welcome to call, but I don't think a lot of people would want to talk about it either. I think what was more fascinating is when a lot of people turned off the game twenty four seven. So. Yeah, me, yeah. Um, I just I went back every now and then just to kind of see it I would just
2: look at the score on that C on contour Mm -hmm. I would just look at the score
3: but I just I wanted to see I think more than anything okay are they going to continue it so then they bring in like the backups and those guys were almost getting after the quarterback better than the starters were all
2: four and five star guys
3: like it was it was pretty incredible to just to see and and again I, I don't bet but now, I think more than anything, that was the one game where you could just tell. And I think just because of the stat alone of the what we said on the show yesterday. 66-17. Yes. Yeah. And it's just such a discrepancy on
2: talent. The weird thing is that it didn't show up in the in the uh, Michigan game, uh Michigan TCU game. Yeah, but I
3: think Michigan T C yeah pooped, the bed, pooped a lot. the bed
2: a lot. You're absolutely right. I mean uh, that
3: that probably could have been a three touchdown
2: game for Michigan. Uh TC, you need to get off to a fast start right away. They go down, right down the field. Mm-hmm. The, I tell you what, the play of the game to me was the first play of the game. Duggan ro- roll, gets pressure, rolls out, wide up and guy 20 yards down the field, misfires. Yeah. He just was off. He had a bad day, and they, they made it bad for him, and they're they're a great team, and You know, Seth and I were just talking, and I was thinking about what we were going to talk about today, and everybody's like, Georgia owns college football right now. And they do. They own it. They're probably going to win it again next year. I mean, what they're going to have to do, basically, is win two playoff games. they got nobody on their schedule. Mm -hmm. I was just looking at their schedule. I I wasn't really even aware how bad it is. UT Martin to open up. Nice. They'll all get their rings that day in Mm -hmm. Athens. Then then they they get Ball State at home. So that's the way they start. Third, fourth game or uh, yeah, fourth game UAB at home, and then they've got to travel to Georgia Tech though. At the end of the year, it could <laughs> with be with a brand new coach. Well, so, not really a new coach.
3: So again. obviously, Florida and Tennessee in the East, but who they well they play Ole Miss and who in the West?
2: Auburn always play Auburn. I mean, Auburn is the, the and I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how much that changes when they go to the to the uh, when Oklahoma and Texas get in. But yeah. I don't see – the only potential loss you see is at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't know how good Tennessee's going to be next year. I mean, they, they should be okay. They should be pretty good. Kind of like they – maybe like they were – I don't think they'll be as good as they were this year. They don't have the, that guy at quarterback. The point is, the only possible – the only possible way that – Georgia slips up as if Carson Beck and nobody else behind him is any good, but Stetson Bennett looks looked last night like the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. That's what they I, first of all Munkin is unbelievable. His play calling was unbelievable in that game. Whatever he called, they weren't ready for. And in fact, the one touchdown to McConkey, McConkey, not McConkey, not McConaughey, not McConaughey McConkey. Mm-hmm. Well, I did look it up. Finally, he is of no relation to Matthew, no, or to uh, Ed. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, TCU's running around. They don't. Even, they aren't even in their defense when and he just runs right by everybody and he's like forty yards behind everybody. Great play calling, and he's. I don't think he's going anywhere. No. You know? And um, you know they they have they return a ton of talent this year, and even if they didn't, they didn't last year, and everybody goes, oh man. I don't know. They'll probably, we'll probably pick them third or fourth in the in the country instead of first. But this is the thing. There was a stretch where Alabama dominated college football. There was a stretch when Florida dominated. Now, it was only a three-year stretch. I mean, you can't even say during the Spurrier they ever did. They didn't dominate the game for long stretches. They dominated the conference. Sure. But not the game. There was a stretch where Miami did. There was a stretch where uh, Clemson was the best, you know, dominant college football. And now it's Georgia's turn. Doesn't mean they'll do it forever. Yeah, and
3: there's certainly been a lot of NIL talk. But I don't, and and maybe because we're not around Georgia and looking at their players and analyzing things, but I I don't know if a lot of them have gotten these extravagant NIL deals.
2: They kind of keep theirs quiet. Yeah, there's really, there's not much
3: that. that you hear of, you know, this big time guy is going there. I think it's just, they understand the dominance right now, and they all want to be a part of it. And I think you give Kirby a lot of credit for being able to do that. And think about this too: so he's now won his second at forty-seven years old. Could have won three. Could have won three. one play. Yeah, kept from one and three. And Nick Saban didn't win his second till he was fifty-seven. Uh, uh, Kirby has no interest whatsoever in the NFL. In the NFL, or so. where
2: else would he go? Yeah. I mean, let's say Saban walked out. In a, in a yeah, why would you years, go to Alabama? You've got I mean, to go in no, Georgia? No reason to. This is what Florida is hoping will be Billy Napier, but there's obviously, as we know, there's no guarantees with uh, saving disciples. Mm-hmm. I mean, McElwain was one. Muschamp was one. Now Muschamp's a very happy man.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I I actually sent him a text. I said, man— you had to get a new room for all these rings you got. You got now. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, because you think about it, a year ago, even though money wasn't a factor, he was a he wasn't even on staff when the season started. Remember the guy left? Yeah. Who was special teams coach, mm-hmm. Cochran? I think. He left. He had some problems. They moved him up to that, and then they moved moved him to co defense defensive coordinator. He's done a great job. Two, two like-minds thinking alike. I think they're – and the other thing I will say about Georgia, and you, nobody can deny this, he gets those guys not only to play hard, but they clearly practice hard. And they clearly are willing to put the work in. And that's what that's the culture of Alabama that they created there. This is a culture Florida's got to figure out. They've got to create it. But all the guys, at least I, you and I both think – most of the guys who didn't want to do that were gone or elsewhere.
3: Well, and, and I think, too, the mindset of what he was able to do to those players after what happened against Ohio State. Because if you're watching, you know, he gets interviews right before the game starts. And Holly Rose
2: hey, called out Stetson Bennett.
3: Well, no, it wasn't that. He said, what, what, are, what do you need to do to win tonight? Or you know, put yourself in a good situation to win? Oh, and I thought you were talking about after the Ohio State. No, no, no. Okay. This was before the game yesterday. Okay. And his answer was aggression. So that had to have been the message. Like, just go balls of the wall. You guys are better athletes. We're going to just run all over these dudes, destroy them, yeah. you know, Which hurt you their manhood and that's exactly what happened so
2: suck the life right out of. It. I
3: think that's where you have to appreciate guys just buying into what it's all about and Kirby's message and the different things that he says is certainly something that I think uh you know a lot of coaches would love to have yeah. with their players
2: I remember last year they beat somebody and they were in the locker room and I, I'll never forget this and Kirby's up there and he's talking to his team and screaming you know and he's he's a great motivator and they he goes, "We didn't want to just dominate this team. We want to dominate this season." Mm-hmm. And I mean, usually coaches don't like to talk about anything other than the the next game, but but that's, you know, their their mantra is to dominate. You can wear domination dominate t-shirts T-shirt. and then make you dominant. You know. That I'm, it doesn't. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. But um you got to give him credit. You got to give him credit. Uh, obviously, I don't think anybody watched the second half. Um, global warming Christmas was on my TV. Um, it was disappointing. Here's what I hope. I, I I said I when the game started, and I was shocked that it did start at 7:45. I thought it would be an eight o'clock start. Um, they said 7:30, and they, you know it wasn't going to start at 7:30. But um, you know, I was hoping it would at least be, the minimum, it would be like Florida-Georgia game this year. Because at least that was a game going to the fourth quarter. That's all I wanted. If Georgia won, I could you know, whatever. They're the better team, probably should win. But at least have it a game. twenty twenty 7 I go, they're never going to cover them. Let's, let's yeah. shut it
4: off. Well,
3: you just wonder, the fans that were there, are they disappointed because it's such a blowout, or are you just enjoying that? Or you want to be like, man, I traveled all the way here and – this game's over by the second quarter. You mean, uh, like Georgia, Georgia fans.
2: fans. Well, I think Georgia fans are like, let's just get the clock going. Yeah, let's, let's, have let's have a running be clock done so we can. We want to go celebrate go this. Up. Yeah. All right. If you want to, uh, I don't think there's any, any disappointment in any Georgia. Fans. No,
3: not at all. With Pat Dooley today, and have the great opportunity to speak with him. You can three nine two eight two five five. Call us up. We'll open up our Titan MRI hotline. Get after it right after this here on the tailgate. <laughs>
0: Center, here's what's trending. Now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850
5: AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Brett Hunger. The Florida basketball team is back in action tonight in a road matchup against the LSU Tigers. A win tonight would make it two wins in a row for the Gators. You will be able to catch that game right here at 6:30 p.m. The Tampa Bay Lightning are back on the ice tonight in a game against the Columbus Blue Jackets. After losing two games in a row, the Tampa Bay Lightning will be looking to get back on track with a win against Columbus. Legendary Gator quarterback Tim Tebow is celebrating this week after being inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. This makes him the third UF quarterback to accomplish the feat, following after Steve Spurrier and Danny Warfel. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Brett Unger.
0: ESPN 981FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
6: Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, mealypops.com.
3: Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks,
6: and guess what? I won some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store so come on by the shop for a selection over one million cards and unopened boxes and packs remember mealypops.com m-e-e-l-y-p-o-p-s.com and we are also open every tuesday through sunday located here in town by the santa fe college sign off 39th avenue thank you so much for your support gator nation and as always go gators
3: Well, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too.
7: Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app.
3: Wow, this is a good debate.
7: Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra, limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins.
3: Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators.
8: However, since we opened our doors in nineteen seventy one, we've been the community partner with over six hundred scholarships awarded through our Melden Law Scholar Athlete program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative.
3: Melden Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City.
8: Meldonlaw.com, where we won't back down.
0: From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden,
9: and you are listening to the Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
3: All right, welcome back, Doles and Dozo here with you. See, Todd Golden wins an SEC game, and we allow him to. Uh... Yeah, that, intro was, us.
2: that was his the condition. Nice. He had to win one before yeah, he could right.
3: talk about us. So
2: he's got one tonight, but it's gonna be a <laughs> tough one at LSU. Something Fudge called. going home. He'll get booed. Mike Mike White did. He did. I can't understand why there was actually people questioning what that. I can't believe fans booed Mike White.
3: They boo every coach. Yeah, I wouldn't have booed him, but.
2: What? Well, but they boo. You wouldn't boo Bruce Pearl either if you.
3: You wouldn't say, boo John. Would I would you, say Bruce. Would you
2: boo John Calipari? You don't boo anybody. No, I wouldn't boo him. You're not a boo guy. No,
3: but, but I do scare people.
2: In a way, you with do. my looks. Yeah. Well, so it's I'm not a boo a good guy. Way. Not at all. All right, let's get some calls. You're a bootay guy.
3: <laughs> Heck yeah. ATX Gator is going to kick it off. What's up, dude?
10: Hey, gentlemen. Uh, glutton for punishment here on the other line. I <laughs> did stay tuned in for the for the duration of the game and just kept telling myself, this is the last time we get to watch live college football before we start watching repeats in April. So,
3: um,
10: but it, uh, I'll tell you, I mean just a thousand different things you think while you're watching. And, uh, as a Gator fan, I mean, I I don't know if there's anything worse than watching Georgia just absolutely destroy another team in the national championship. Um, and I don't know, you guys were talking about it before about Kirby. I don't know if you've heard the his pregame audio that they, you know, posted online or whatever, but I texted a buddy of mine and I said, I hate George with just about every iota I have. And this guy's got me wanting to put on pads
3: and run through a <laughs> wall for him right now. Yeah. He's um, really good at that.
10: Yeah. And, and, you know, and listen, I, I'm, I am all in on, on Billy. I think he's got things going he's doing the right thing and, yeah, I know sometimes you guys are limited in what you're really allowed to say, or, or, or you're close to the, the program, so you don't want. But I'm thinking to myself, does Billy do this? Like, is he gonna get a team in a locker? I mean, ready to? It, I, I'm I'm telling you, if I had heard that speech, I I could have told you, Georgia will win. I'd have said a hundred to nothing. Um I mean, it, he just he they're that good, one in talent, but two. He knows how to motivate it, and sometimes I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, I think Billy can, you know, build the relationships and do those things, but you also have to have a little bit of that dog in you as well. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, And he seems to have it. I mean, if you hear the speech, I'm telling you, he's he's connecting with the team, um, and you could see it in the field. So, um, you know, and the the other thing, too, I thought, was Stetson Bennett wins two – national titles former walk-on he's what 5'10 and 190 pounds you know you'd you'd think is does he have when we talked about this a little bit baseball uh you know last year Jeff and Sully and kind of us having the travel ball kids like he has that kind of it factor uh, that Anthony you know obviously never seemed to have and maybe others don't and that's why I wonder like next year yeah you know Pat I heard what you were saying in the opening there but like we don't know yet. We don't know what Carson Beck's gonna to bring to the table. And I think Stetson had more to do with how good that Georgia team was than maybe anyone wants to admit. What do you think about that?
3: Yeah, I, I think just that arrogance, that cockiness, you know, it it's again, it's none of it's it's Jank Magnum Mangum to me. You know, the guy that was in Mississippi State where all your teammates absolutely love you, but if you're going against that guy, you hate the living tar out of him. And it's just the way he comes across, he's snooty. I guess Burrow was kind of the same way, but I mean, you're also talking about a guy that's what 25, 26 years old, and he's playing against some some 18 year olds, guys that were, you know, asking to go to the bathroom in high school last year and asking their teachers. So, <laughs> so I think that's a little bit of a difference. But I, I do also think you're right. I think there, you know, I talk about that all the time, and there is something to that. There's just that that little bit of an edge to him. Where and I don't think he's got Napoleon complex because he's I mean he's still a opportunity to play at the University of Georgia. So um but there no there is. And and if Beck doesn't show that type of leadership, then he's certainly not going to be the same player. But yeah, if Stetson Bennett was on this gator team, they would have won a few more games. I can guarantee you that.
10: Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And and listen, I think too, like it brings me into to like Merck's. He he didn't do it at West. But maybe he has a little maybe Bill, you know what It was Billy who offered Stetson at Louisiana, right? It was the only D1 offer he had, Correct. right? And so I, that's the one thing I do love, right, is Billy, and you look at the Gator team this year, the, the players who stood out were all players he either brought with him or identified as freshmen, right? Basically, outside of, you know, Ventrell, who, you know, has been around the block again, but again, another 23-year-old playing with some 18-year-olds. So um, now it brings me to my next thing. And it's a little bit of the mess that we got going on now with Jalen Rashada, right? Supposed to enroll when? Monday, I thought, or Saturday? Um, Yeah. Still not here. Everything I can see now looking into it a little more, right, is it's got nothing to do with the transcript and it's NIL. And, you know, why can we not seem to get our act together here?
2: It's not – Florida has not got their act together. It's it's and we don't know what the reason is. And it, but you hope it'll happen later on in the week or next week. Uh, but he, you know if it doesn't happen, is you know it's going to be another negative thing that happens at Florida. But considering the amount of money that they're paying him, um, I still think he's going to end up here because they're paying. They're <laughs> that's why they've got Graham Mertz It's because they they couldn't pay. They couldn't nil a bigger time quarterback.
10: So Pat, let me ask you this though: like, why? So then, obviously, it looks like we got character issues, right? Like that. So now I say to myself: Is this a kid we want at the University of Florida? It's a very good like, question. I don't want a kid. So, and that's like it brought brings you back to last week's call about Carmine, right? And it's like okay, I want to believe in, in Billy and the staff and what they got going on. I want to believe they're, you know, hey, we got 500 staff members because we're digging into every, you know, thing we could think of and blah, blah, blah. But here we are with two kids that we wanted pretty badly, and they have what seems to be kind of serious character issues, at least in my my mind, right? They're well, paying for money, not they're not coming to Florida because they want to be here.
2: It's very hard for me to judge a man's character that I've never met. I mean, all we can go by is, uh, you know, in Jaden Rashada's case is, um, you know, Florida kind of came up with some money um, to get in, you know, getting into that bidding war full speed ahead. And they kind of put all their chips in that basket. Um, I don't know why he's not there. So it's very hard. I mean, Two years from now, we may be going, man, that Rashada guy is unbelievable. Or we may be saying, I can't believe Rashada never came here. You know, um, who knows? But uh, I wouldn't worry about it until we hear from him or somebody else about what's going on there. I don't – nobody really knows. Everybody's kind of speculating because he's not enrolled and he uh, doesn't have a class schedule and uh, he was – Napier said that he thought he would be here after the Under Armour game down in Orlando, and he was just going to come right here. And Maybe he is here. He just hadn't enrolled yet. I mean, who knows? Well,
10: he he said it. I mean, he said it at the, the Under Armour game. He said, yeah, I'm headed from here. Yeah. You know, I'll be uh, to the University of Florida. So, you know, it just, it's one of those maybe things. Maybe he's just a to day
2: late. Time. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
10: I hear you. And that's, I'll just say, right, and again, everyone's speculating, I hear you, but um, it sounds like no. Everybody's you know, guessing. The,
2: they're they're guessing.
10: Fair. It sounds like though some of the storyline that we're trying to portray is the transcript thing, and, and might not be uh, that. But no,
4: uh, um, I, I just don't think, think it, it is. He's been heighten.
2: accepted to Florida.
10: Right. It's just now there are guys who were been.
2: not accepted to Florida that Florida was trying to get, including a transfer portal guy that would have been there. Right. their guy to get in a quarterback. I'm not going to mention names.
10: Yeah, well, which he must have been having some serious issues because he ended up just staying where he was. Yes, <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, all right, hey, listen, you know, um, I guess it's time to turn the page and uh, start getting into to basketball and look forward to baseball. Have a good week, and
11: uh, we'll talk to you here soon. All
3: right, ATX uh, Gator, look thank forward you.
2: forward to Friday gymnastics. Second most popular sport on campus.
3: Be a good, good meet. Or a couple of uh, great ones coming in. Let's get Bill to join us next. Hey, Bill, what's up?
9: Hey, fellas. So, we'll play off a little bit of what the previous caller was talking about. But before we do that, I want to sort of take last night off the table. And here's why. We saw a Florida team get totally destroyed by Nebraska and and win the national title the next year. And I don't know what happened to that game. and I don't really know what happened
12: last night. I think Georgia
9: was clearly better. But I don't know if they were that much better. So, I'm going to – I want to – but – The reason I even say that is because, you know, I'm concerned about Florida's ability to get out of the box, where they are, and Billy and NIL deals, and getting the kind of players it takes, and that we think it takes to be successful, and then I look, and this is the point of the call, I look at Sonny Dykes, okay, so here's a first-time coach, Takes a bunch of no-name players. Probably I don't know. Maybe Pat knows. Maybe you guys know. If you has got a five-star on the team, it's probably a transfer portal.
2: They they have seventeen four and five stars. That's a, that's a, that's his stat that I was told.
13: TCU does. Yes.
9: Oh wow! I'm surprised. I'm surprised
2: because
9: I'm now I don't feel sick. So yeah, good but
2: Florida has, I, I mean I'm... Georgia has sixty six of them.
9: Yeah, but I was thinking it was more of a situation of where a coach showed that you can take uh, an average good player and and uh, develop him and motivate him correctly. Well, they,
2: there's so. no doubt he did. He did a great job, and they found a way to win a lot of close games, games that came down to the wire yeah. and games that they were trailing sure. in. I I think, again, if you don't have a quarterback, you got no chance.
3: Yeah, and that's the difference. They yeah. found a quarterback and wasn't the starter, and yeah. he uh, he ended up turning into something special. But also, Bill, I think you you look at the schedule – and and who they played, and then you you know you look at the SEC and and they beat what now the the Big Ten champ, the Big Ten runner up, the ACC champ, and and the games yep. weren't even close. So there's yep. there's a significant difference in what the SEC was to all these other conferences when it's all said and done.
9: No doubt, it's different in the SEC, but so I am going to still take a little solace in the fact that. Maybe we can, we can get out of the box without having to be a major player in NIL. But I, uh, oh, that's, I don't know.
2: That ship has sailed. Now, I will say this. Call back to the show in three years. Yeah, because three years from right. now, I'll be curious what NIL, how important it is. Right now, it's literally the most important thing going on. Yep. And, and that's a yep. real shame, but it is. It's not what it was intended for. It's, if there was an NCAA that actually had any teeth, it would be, it would they would be coming down on it. They would, but again, the NCAA blew this. that's my opinion uh, they should have jumped on it earlier instead of just counting on the courts to bail them out. And um, and now we're here. We're in this situation where the more money you got for NIL, the more players, the better good players, you are going to get. And guess what? Georgia right now is printing money. Yep,
9: absolutely are. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Thanks, fellas. All
2: right, Bill. Appreciate
3: you. Let's uh, snag a break and come back and keep it going. 392-8255. You want to join us here on the Titan MRI Hotline flagship of
0: the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM,
14: WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the Quality Plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, Quality Plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073.
3: The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adams Rib Company. and My wife, Michelle, and I
15: just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue.
3: From their slow smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adams for a ton of my lunch Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
7: This evening, skies mostly clear, than overnight areas of fog developing. Low temperatures, cold in the morning. They'll drop to the upper 30s and lower 40s. Tomorrow afternoon, though, warming up will get a little bit warmer than today. Highs in the lower 70s with mostly sunny skies. Overnight tomorrow into Thursday morning. Lows near 50 with areas of fog likely. Then Thursday afternoon, increasing cloud cover. Highs in the upper 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski.
0: And now The the, the Dan Patrick Show Dan Patrick (laughs) What do you do if you're the Raiders moving on from Derek Carr? Does it make sense that if Tom Brady wants to play next year Would he play for the Raiders? And and my source said It's not a given That Josh McDaniels would want Tom Brady He might want Jimmy G The Dan Patrick Show Dan and the Danettes And you Weekday mornings at 9 Right here on WRUF Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at W-R-U-F dot com.
3: Oh, good. A little Led Zeppelin.
2: Wait. Oh,
3: since you, you've been getting me on trivia. Okay. I just happened to be driving around Orlando with a significant person by my side okay and
2: i'm still trying to figure out why you were in orlando
3: it happened to be the day of the bowl game citrus bowl
2: okay and all right sir
3: i looked up into the air and there was a blimp so right. that's why the led zeppelin reference blimp and so it all see it all comes full circle now
2: do you know where led zeppelin the reason they were called led zeppelin why they took that name no I'm pretty sure it was Pete Townsend said when they told about the band that was getting they were getting together, Jimmy Page from the Yardbirds, this guy, Robert Plant, nobody really knew, said, uh, That'll go over like a Led Zeppelin.
3: Okay. They so said, that's eh, what a it was. Name good name for the band. Yeah. So anyway, so my question to you is because I looked it up, I was like, Man, I never see the blimp anymore. Remember, we used to see him all the time. Oh, yeah. How many blimps are left in this world? I looked it up. I Googled it.
2: It's a good tr- question. And that was. There was a level of, of adrenaline that would flow through you when you were driving to a yeah, game and you, and you saw play. it. It
3: was so cool. Yeah.
2: You would go, oh, but the blimp's yeah. here. And yeah. I hadn't seen it in forever, and I was like, oh, my God, there's the blimp.
14: I'll go with
3: two. I thought it was low, too. But it was, it's actually like 25 left in really? existence. What do they do? I don't know. <laughs> but still, that seems like a small number for as much as you saw it. Remember, it just said Goodyear. Yeah. And it was like the coolest thing to see the blimp.
2: And then it got to a point where they could light up the bottom and, mm-hmm. and put messages on it. Did you ever see the movie? Um, is it Black Sunday? God, I can't think of the name of it. I, I have I have short term memory. We were talking about short term memory. Yeah, list. it was uh, Robert Shaw, Bruce Stern. They they ran they flew the blimp over the Super Bowl, and the plan was to explode it. And it would shoot all these nails out and kill everybody in it, right mm-hmm. and uh Robert Shaw was the uh the guy trying to fight it. That's a great movie. that guy's not
3: even anybody It said super fan, Joe Hudson or something like that well or, yeah Joe Jeff Royal. and
2: I are in literally in hell right now <laughs> because the two things we have up on these beautiful big screens here we get J-Hud Hud every every day at four o'clock. <laughs> And we can't figure out why she has a talk show. I mentioned it to my wife, and she goes, why does she have a talk show? Um, and then on the other TV, we've got the <laughs> Tropical Outlook, which apparently there is no weather anywhere in America or in any country.
3: There are calls, though, so at least got that. Okay. And we are grateful for them. Jake, what's up? You're next. How are you, buddy?
12: Hey, good. I hope you guys are fine. Um, you know, I've I, I really got to say I've I got a lot more admiration about Kirby Smart Everybody, you know, from here for years has been bad-mouthing him. and
7: I used to laugh
12: cause when the Gator homers would say, you know, that Dan Muller was a better coach than Kirby Smart because I never really thought that to be true. But, Pat, you hit it right on the nose when you said one of the big differences is those guys work hard, they work harder. And that's what it's all about. I hear a lot of people say, oh, you know, is lucky, you know. And that's kind of BS because, like, what I do for a living, I'm in sales, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, yeah, so, so it's just real lucky," and I laugh because really, the 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 harder you work, the luckier you get, and that's all there is to it.
2: No and doubt. I mean,
12: look at, you look and see what Kirby's done. He's lost how many games in two years? One. One. You know, and that's it. Yeah. And two and years, he's lost one game.
2: Look, I I, I will say this. Uh, I think Jeff and I were in agreement three or four years ago that we weren't sure how good a coach he was. Yeah. Um, you know, and a lot of people – don't forget, this is a fan base that basically wanted Stetson Bennett. A lot of people wanted Stetson Bennett to leave after last year. We need to bring somebody else in. We're winning despite him. And now he's uh, been a Heisman finalist and is what now? 19 20, – yeah, 29-1 and and two no, seasons. No, he
12: lost three games. He lost three games. No, I'm,
2: I'm saying the last two seasons. Oh, okay. Yeah, one of those games was to Florida where he got hurt in the game that he lost. Right. So, um, no, and I, I will say this you have to be, as much as we all wanted TCU to win, other, other, other than Georgia fans, everybody in the, the rest of the world wanted TCU to win. Uh, as much as we all wanted that, you have to step back sometimes. And I did this with Saban, and admire what they do and admire what they're building. I agree. And you hope that it doesn't last. Yep. It didn't last at Florida. It didn't last at Alabama. Although, think about it. Alabama would have been a better opponent for No question. Yeah, easy.
12: Oh, no doubt about it, but I guarantee you that uh, Kirby Smart's got Nick Saban's attention. I can tell you that right now.
2: Absolutely. The guy is, uh, yep. Yeah,
12: I mean, he's really good. Oh, hey, here's a, a – not trivia, but I'm wondering if it's true. Uh, you guys might know. I think McConkie was a walk-on. You know that?
2: Uh, I can look it up. I he may you may be right on that. Um, I don't think that's any or excuse. Or he was a three star. <laughs> I don't think that's any excuse for TCU not to cover him. Um,
12: no, but he's a really good receiver. He, that's not the only people that got burned. He ran kicks back. The guy he, he's a hell of a player. That's why next year Vegas is already I know put him on as odds-on favorite to three feet. That's already happening. Mm-hmm. Hundred bucks wins you three seventy-five right now. But they've got you know they got Bowers coming back, they' got McConkey they've got I don't know about Darnell Washington because that's another question mark, but out of all those guys they got a bunch of the defensive guys back they're they're going unless they have something really crazy go wrong they're going to be hard to beat like you said, Pat they ain't playing anybody they don't play anybody,
2: so. yeah, they got a, a really easy schedule I just looked it up. McConkie, you're right, was a three star, so again, that's eye for talent. Because if he's a three star and he turned into a huge factor and they're winning two national championships, that's a knife for talent. And again, I think guys are able to thrive in that system that they set up because it's you know there was a time when Alabama or Georgia was basically run the ball, throw it occasionally. And I'm I'm going back just to the year they lost to Alabama in the title game on the on the two a play. But now, I mean, they came out in that game. And they go, we're throwing it on every down. We're gonna run it just for show. We're gonna throw it all over the place, and we're gonna we're gonna jump on these guys with that three three five ain't gonna work against us.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: All right, Jake. Thank you. But, Appreciate you. Uh and you know, as we're sitting here talking about Georgia players and, and Jake's talking about guys coming back, I mean, what about the the dude that we saw at the end of the game, Branson Robinson, that number twenty two I did Get a cut
2: double touchdown? He didn't even play all year. <laughs> and the guy looked like the freaking Barry that's, Sanders. That's why You know, I mean, here's the funny thing. I always say if you win your bowl game and you have your quarterback coming back, people are going to rank you a little bit higher than you probably should be. Mm -hmm. So we know Florida won't be ranked going into next year. Yeah. Um, But in their case, you know, um, they don't have their quarterback back, but nobody seems to care. They're going like, I think it's almost a slight to Stetson Bennett to pick Georgia number one. Yeah. Preseason next year. It it says anybody can win with this. Agreed. And I don't think they can. I And I don't know if Carson Beck's any good.
3: We shall see. This guy's good. Let's talk to him. PG, what's up?
16: What's up, guys? Um, I'm ticked, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the worst thing that could have happened.
3: For sure. Um,
16: not only just because Georgia won it, but the way they're doing it. Uh, it's not jealousy. It's more of an envy. And there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, They've run the whole show for years Consistent and they they stack talent. These are these are these are how you get first round draft picks in the NFL. A first round draft pick is worth so much, right? Mm-hmm. In college, you get unlimited. I mean, you get your limited scholarship numbers, but you can find the top twenty five guys in the country if you can do whatever you need to do to get them there, uh, whatever system. So you get whatever you share sure of the top one hundred, let's say. And George has been doing it for years, man. And we and not want to say we, but UF there was something wrong and um, missed a lot of guys. And, you know, we were all trying to figure it out. Like, okay, is it facilities? Is it We're not winning uh, right away and and all these things. Well, Kirby signed the highest rated transition class of all time. So he hadn't won anything or been a head coach. He was still, I believe, coaching at Alabama when he did that. Um, So I don't know. I don't know. Those things were important at the time, the facilities and, and winning and all that. Now it's NIL. But it's always something. And I just feel like Florida is just late to the party, you know, in some, if you know what I'm trying to say. It's no, like
3: I, I, I get it. I understand that. But I, And I do think, though, it is how you talk to these kids and their parents and, and maybe having Katie Turner now on staff who obviously was there at Georgia and saw what Kirby did and how they did it can start to, to get some of that stuff because I think that Napier has that care, I mean, the guys that chose to stuck around and and be a part of this team, I mean, I I think they would go through a wall for the guy. I think they absolutely love him. And I think that it's pretty infectious when he goes and sits in, you know, a a household and is able to talk to some guys. And I I can guarantee you if there was no NIL, I think he would have gotten a lot more players here. But you didn't have that with Mullen. He he didn't care to talk to you and get to know you and obviously do the things you're supposed to do in recruiting to – you know coddle these guys and suck their you know what's and all this other stuff so I just I, I think Napier's sort of there and I, I understand your point and, and how you're saying it but I think that's all you can hope for is, is Napier yeah. is that guy because obviously Kirby is that guy and obviously Nick Saban was that guy As you know as harsh as we all see Saban and the way he is with media and everything else anybody that plays for that guy absolutely loves him so I think it yeah. it, it makes a difference.
16: It does, man, and 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 this isn't Napier's fault. No, he's coming in here trying to lay a foundation that probably should have been laid six or seven years ago. Absolutely. In fact, twenty. I bet you know we're a big U.S. is a reason why. Florida, why Georgia has this dynasty? There's probably fifteen dudes that were down to Florida, Georgia in the top three, maybe more, maybe twenty five. You get a third of those, even if you're struggling recruiting. I mean. Uh Kirby said it. You know, I'm not a great coach. I, we have great players. I'm just paraphrasing. Remember when he said that before? I do, cleared? and
2: and he was uh, basically shoving it right up uh, Dan Mullen's patoot because uh, he knew that what Mullen was basically, look, I don't care. I don't have to recruit. I, I'll, I'm i the best coach, so I'll win the games. And he, I, Andy Staples is the first guy that I heard say this, and it's, I think it's 100% th- true. The, the thing that hurt Dan Mullen the most was beating Georgia. Because then he thought yeah. – I can do it with anybody. I, I'm just, I'm just that good a coach.
16: Well, I agree, and that's that's what I'm saying. I'm just, it's going to be a long road, and then I'm looking at but, okay, but, uh, PG.
2: Think we... about this. Think about the the what happened, the transitions that Florida had. You start off, Muschamp comes in, Bernie Matchen sitting at, at his desk when he walks in the door for his first day and says, "You got to clean this mess up." Okay, so he's he's working on cleaning up uh, entitlement issues and everything. And it didn't work out for Will, and I, I know that. Uh, the next guy comes in, and he's mad at everybody. And then the next guy comes in, and doesn't think he has to recruit. So now they finally—I mean, I don't know how good a coach yeah, they did. have. A guy that understands—he under- he gets all, all the other the, stuff, all that other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Now whether he can execute it, whether he can be a, a good coach and get better at, um, you know, uh, late clock management and stuff like that, we'll see. Well, better
16: footballers. Is- we're
2: losing you pg
16: here's the thing we should you got to stay on recruiting you know jeremy knew that that is the lifeblood you can't sit there and watch your competitors if you're in business and you watch a competitor loading up on accounts and you're losing accounts you can't look back five years later and say okay what happened second thing right now we're a running offense, right? I, have you guys looked at the offensive line? We're not winning a lot of uh, transfer battles right now. Mm-hmm. I, do you even know? I know it's not the season yet, but I think White's gone now. I know Tarquin. Guys, I was not expecting to leave. Uh, center's there, and we got um, uh, Barber still here. Who, who's the starting five? How, how many offensive linemen, not even the starting five, Do does Florida have on the roster right now? Because I don't know if people really have noticed that, but I don't I don't know if we even have seven. And that was something that Will didn't do a real good job of was keep that side kind of evened out. But that's an alarm for me. I mean, I know they're going to add bodies, but, I mean, have you seen that? Have you looked at that?
2: Well, I know that four of the five starters are gone, so that's never good for an offensive line because in theory you could have had four of the five back. Um, but they chose to leave. Um, they they had
3: like seven freshmen, seven or eight freshmen, or there were either redshirt freshmen or regular freshmen, and then they had another five or six that were sophomores. So it was a huge, and, and all those guys are are coming back, and it's names you haven't heard of. So I think that's a little obviously concern.
2: They're gonna find out what they got in the spring.
3: But yeah, they'll they'll figure yeah. all that stuff out. There are bodies there, but there just aren't name bodies.
2: I
16: think what one guy that was starting, and that was uh, who I mentioned. I mean, like one starter back, his garage is gone. We knew to, uh, Yeah, just
3: just gone. the center and You know,
2: Barber yeah. did start some games. Right. Yeah, he, he did.
16: Good player. Yeah. He looked good at times, but I mean, I just didn't expect that. Like when I was penciling, I guess nowadays you don't know what's going to happen. Like remember Pat Jeff? We used to like roster build in our head. Oh yeah. Because guys would be there, but I mean. I don't know. The offensive line is a big concern for me right now, and, and they got to start getting some guys in there. I don't know who's left in the portal, but that's your only answer unless you're going to rely on guys that didn't play much. Yep. And you know how that goes in the SEC.
3: Yeah, that ain't going to fly.
16: No. Anyway, well, thank you, man. And I'm still ticked. Hopefully, this will wear off. And then the Mets lost Correa. I'm like, <laughs> golly, man. Yeah, that but, was know,
2: weird.
3: Two, two teams, teams gave up on him because yeah. of the uh, what is his physical? Injury? He broke his ankle.
16: He's got a plate yeah. down there on his ankle, and he slid into second base, and he felt pain, and, um, you know, he had to miss a couple games. So everybody knows your injuries when you sign a contract, so they go over everything, and I guess they see the plate, and they think my guess is it might become arthritic. and He's a good hitter. He's not like, you know, Aaron Judge, but he, his defense makes him very valuable, and he's a good hitter, not a great hitter but he's a really good defender, maybe a great defender, which makes him that $300 million guy. So if he can't play defense in four years, I, I do you really want to invest that? I don't know. Yeah, so.
3: it's tough. A lot of money.
16: Yeah, man. Well, anyway, all right, attention. PG,
3: appreciate you. All right, we need a break. We'll uh, do that, wrap up the hour when we come back. Pat wants to watch the dude that we've never heard yeah, of. Yeah, who's this guy now? I mean, I, He's got a picture with his shirt on. He's got off, a cheesy
2: so. mustache. That's all I know.
3: Unbelievable. Be right back here on The Tailgate.
2: Gainesville
0: Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
5: Good afternoon, I'm Brett Unger. The Gators basketball team is back in action tonight in a matchup against the LSU Tigers on the road. A win tonight would make it two wins in a row for Florida. You can catch that game right here at 6.30 p.m. The Tampa Bay Lightning are back on the ice tonight in a game against the Columbus Blue Jackets. After losing two games in a row, Tampa Bay will be looking to get back on track with the win against Columbus. Legendary Gator quarterback Tim Tebow is celebrating this week after being inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. He is now the third UFQB to accomplish this, following Danny Warfel and Steve Spurrier. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Brett Unger.
3: PM 98 1 FM 850 AM WRUF Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. Here's an
6: unexpected, unplanned, and unprecedented buying opportunity from International Diamond Center. A massive store-wide clearance sale. Now through January 15th, IDC's on a mission to clear out excess inventory. We've slashed prices on a multi-million dollar selection of rings, earrings, pendants, bands, bracelets, and more. You save 20, 30, even 40% on selected pieces of exquisite jewelry. And because IDC doesn't play the markup to mark down game, you know these discounts are the real deal. Hoop Save 33% off IDC's already price. Diamond stud earrings, marked down 28%. Fashion bracelets 30% off. Fancy yellow diamonds save an incredible 40%. Extreme values in virtually every category. If you have a special occasion coming up this year, or if you just love an unbelievable deal, you can't miss this special savings event. It's IDC Surprise Clearance Sale, with unprecedented discounts storewide. Outrageous savings, now through Sunday, January 15th only, and only at International Diamond Center. Get showroom directions, store hours, and learn more at shopidc.com. And now more
0: of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All
3: right, we got a little behind, so just a quick minute here, and we'll uh, we'll break and reset and Get the calls for the uh, the second hour. Appreciate everybody for uh, tuning in and being a part of this thing. I know a, a sad day for many.
2: Oh, because J-Hud is over?
3: That's a little sad. Yeah. They're clapping for her, though. It's a big day, I guess. All
2: those li- Why is it a sad day?
3: Because Georgia won.
2: That's ah, not that sad. Yeah, I
3: mean, I'm not crying. You know but... it was
2: sad? When it got to be 24-7. Then you go, this game's over, and there's no reason to watch it. Get over it. Did you get over it last year?
3: No, and and I I guess you know I was I was in the stands in Phoenix, and Ohio State was awful, and I mean they couldn't do anything offensively, and, and I still had a lot of fun that day, even though the Gators were whooping some tail. So the Georgia fans really probably yeah. enjoyed that second oh, half. Yeah. It's not like they
2: they got to see some their future. Yeah, I mean that is the that is the national well, and again. The biggest bowl victory in the history of sports. Although I'm not lumping that in with like the uh, Citrus Bowl and the yeah and the uh, the Gasparilla Bowl.
3: There was 400 yards of offense difference. That's that's pretty insane. I
2: think there was a there was a little give up in a team that never gave up. Yeah, and Mm. I don't blame them. I wouldn't want to go play hard. Well, shell shocked. Yeah. All right,
3: we'll uh, come right back and get it going again. Our second hour brought to you by Meldon Law right after this.
0: are UF Gainesville, W251CG Gainesville, from the Spurriers Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM 850 AM W-R-E-M. The holidays
3: are here, and as much as we like friends and family coming over, sometimes there are those few that make the house smell like poo-poo. Well, there's an easy solution for the ones you don't want in the house. Show them the outhouse. Because with Florida Portable Services, it's as easy as you not liking that casserole that grandma brought over. They provide portable toilets, restroom trailers with AC, and you can even listen to music and watch TV while you pee. Call 1-800-864-5387
17: and book your reservation today you spoke we listened you wanted the easiest car buying experience ever so we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership work kids soccer practice grocery runs jury duty really that again Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list with Express shopping you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever.
6: Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. Call QC Kinetics.
1: Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get
6: your body to repair and restore damaged tissue. These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief. Trust me,
1: you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see what your options are.
6: QC Kinetics, restorative, regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery,
1: no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you.
14: Call QC Kinetics 352 400 4550. That's 352 400 4550. 352 400 4550. Since
3: 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in north central Florida.
8: We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident.
3: Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators.
8: Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, meldenlaw.com.
18: This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat
0: Dooley is on the air.
1: Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can
0: be part of the show by calling 392-talk. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat.
2: You know, and again, welcome back Second Hour. Lucky by Melvin Law, they won't back down. You know, Jeff, I thought when you said there was something sad, we were sad, I thought it was because college football's over. I'm kind of ready for, I was ready for college football to be over.
3: Yeah, because the team you follow is not very good. I stink. Yeah. And you don't want to watch other people be successful.
2: No, I want to see people lose. So I was rooting for Ohio State. Yeah. And that was my chance to get that win. Um, I was rooting for TCU, but I'm am I'm, I'm ready to move on to the NFL. and am college basketball. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't it was a great season if you just were a college football fan. It was not a great season if you were a fan of Florida, in any way. Agreed. In any any shape. Well, maybe
3: basketball will turn around. We got a a tweet from Cletus says, "What do y'all think? I can get LSU plus two tonight."
2: It's a hard call because LSU is very much like Florida, and even more more dysfunctional in a way because they're all transfer portal guys mm-hmm. and, and recruits. Um, I've watched them play a few times this year. They get they're athletic, and, and Florida's athletic. The trouble with Florida is they're not physical. So um, I don't know. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on or against this Florida team right now unless they were playing Alabama. <laughs> yes. Would not road. win that game. No,
3: but SEC has now won 13 of the last 17 national championships. A, no, so
2: we're, they're not going away. Either. No,
3: it is definitely not.
2: Uh, is you think not. Greg Sankey lit a cigar last night? I would think so. Hey, he's pretty happy. 13 uh, of 17. How many were on his watch? How long has he been the commish? Seven years, maybe. I'm good.
18: I'll, I'll look it up.
3: Well. I know a it's guy. My job to look everything. up. Didn't light a cigar last night because the dogs one was Jack. So let's chat with him, man.
18: Last night was like eating a Wendy's triple purd burger. What it was, <laughs> man. I tell you, it's just I, I am sick. I am mad. Who was it? PD PG. That sometimes on the shows on Fridays. Yeah, buddy. Think about it. Think about an old man gator like me who's watched this. Who, who was? Who, we were awful back in the late sixties. Awful in the seventies. Awful in the eighties. Here comes Steve. Blows everything up. And then I'm going to lay blame where I think Blunt Lame is. But give me a few minutes here, guys. You know, I'm a, loyal, I'm a loyal listener. Sure. But I'm telling you, man, I take this back to Foley. I take this back to Foley. He hired Ron Zook, great recruiter. But you can't you can't follow it. Man, Spurrier built, built something. No facilities, no nothing. We went on the cheap. And then we, we hired Zook, come back with Urban, a great coach, and hired a defensive coordinator that graduated from Georgia. Don't care. Yeah, I don't care all the issues stuff. We hired another guy. I mean, if I'm an interviewer and I talk to Mac way more than three minutes, I'm going to go. I've got diarrhea. I've got to leave. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you could just tell what a guy he was.
2: Right? No, I, I then, totally disagree but, with you on that.
18: Well, I mean, but then, but then, then you you hire Mullen, Yeah, he's a loser. But again, Jeremy thought football. He was as big as football. We didn't need facilities. We didn't need any of this stuff. Right. He's thought we can hire anybody. I mean, we can just slide guys like Stephen Urban in, and he couldn't. He made two bad moves, and we're, we're, we've been we have been we have just been eating the turd sandwich since since 2010, right? But your, had, your breath must really stink, buddy. In. Well, You're, yeah, we had a couple good years, Pat, but I'm just saying. We are no longer Florida. Let me tell you something. All you crybaby Gators, you don't donate any money to go on Twitter and pay ten dollars a month and think you're Ben Hill Griffin the sixth. You don't matter. Donate money to the cause because this is a true story. When Kirby got to Florida, when he got to Georgia after after after. they're supposed to hire him at South Carolina. Then they go, oh, we got to get, we got to get. Nick. Oh yeah, they were ready
2: to pull the trigger. That's one first, reason Georgia fired Mark Richt.
18: First thing that Kirby did, he brought in all the big boosters and said, "I need tens of millions of dollars to compete with Nick." You know what they did? They've written checks. I know guys that write six, eight hundred thousand dollar checks a year for Georgia football because you know what? They are bought in. We got nothing but a bunch of crybaby guys that want write money. Hey, I send my money in. Heck, I'm an alumnus now. But I'm telling you, you've got Kirby Smart, who is Steve Spurry in reverse. He played at Georgia when they were getting their nose wiped in it, right? What's he going to do to us? And they're cheating, lying, thieving mutts. I can't stand them. I, the, I, I, sorry if there's any Ukrainians out there, but I pull for Putin over this guy, right? I can't. Last night, I, I just... I couldn't watch the game. I was so sick to my stomach. I felt the same way, Pat. I did when on January first, nineteen eighty one, watching them beat Herschel beat Pittsburgh. I mean, uh, uh, I think it's Pittsburgh. No, it was Penn State. Pittsburgh can't remember. It wasn't. I mean, it not
2: Pitt, Pitt. Pitt beat them. Uh, beat in them, Herschel right, when Herschel was playing.
18: Whoever they beat, I think it was Notre Dame. They beat. But I'm just saying. Yeah, man, for the really national
2: beat. title in eighty. Yeah, that was that was. Uh, yeah, Notre Dame.
18: Eighty-one, eight eighty-one. But guys, we are farther behind. It's not. And it's not. Uh, it's not Billy's fault, but we are farther behind Georgia now than we were in 1981. We won't beat Georgia for four or five years because we don't have the NIL money. We don't want to compete because you know what? Heck, half of our boosters are in China, India, and Pakistan. Okay. I mean, I'm just telling you. Go, go, go watch. Go go walk. Go walk. Go walk the campus, Pat. You see it. And so what are you saying? They need that. to quit
2: allowing uh, people of no, color? No, no,
18: well, you know what? But I'm just saying we're, we're a diverse university now. It's not about football. We don't, our, our administration doesn't care about football. All they care about is having a top five, which is great because I've got my degree there. Heck, I'm surprised not I got my degree and got to number 55. But I'm just saying we, we don't have the money for NIL and like TD, I don't want to pronounce him, I like the guy, but I mean, we've done nothing. in the, Portal, we've strengthened our defense. We strengthen we strengthen our linebacker core, but man, we need offensive line back. If we got to rely on those guys that played in the uh, the
4: bowl the, game,
3: the Don,
18: Rickles, Awful. Yeah, the Don Rickles.
2: I will wait till till til it's, it's over. It's not over yet. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, close to I being know, over.
18: But I'm just saying, if we have to rely on the guys that played in the Don Rickles bowl out there in Vegas, we're in trouble.
2: Totally we're in agree. In trouble. Totally so agree. Again, guys, uh, but you know what's interesting about you know when we talk about Spurrier coming in and doing all that. You know what the common denominator is? Kirby Smart's done this while Florida sucked, right? Spurrier mm-hmm. did it while Georgia sucked. They were awful. Yeah. They were awful yeah. during that stretch. And that it's like you can't have, well, you know, I, I don't think both of them can coexist be, both being good for a long period of time. They may be both good in one year, but they're not both going to dominate. Um,
18: well, so I, I can tell you and I mean this this breaks my heart to set, but you know guys i I tell the truth I don't ever think I will see Florida win a national championship in football or an SEC championship till I live i think I don't think that'll ever happen again we're just that we're so far behind. I hope our new president comes in and makes football a priority because you know what when you have a really great football program, it really helps the school and I tell you I'm sorry to be so angry, but I live in georgia i've been lived in Georgia for forty years. I can't stand living here. I just make too much damn money up here. I want to move back to Fernandina Beach. And as a young boy. Come on down. Grew up in, and a young boy that grew up in Fernandina Beach, that got his, got his annual Gator 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 got his uh, gator schedule every year, I put an L by the Georgia. Let me tell you something. There's nobody to just discuss these barking, these idiotic, dumb people. They're just dumb. But you know what, though? I'll tip my visor to them because you know what? They want to win and they have boosters that are willing to give a lot of money to win. And congratulations, George, on buying the last two national championships. Guys, I love you. Go Gators.
3: <laughs> Thank you, Jack.
2: I don't
18: agree with a lot
2: of that, but he's entitled to his opinion. I mean, I I, I We
3: say things when we're upset.
2: Oh, yeah. but well, I don't think they necessarily bought it, but money was a big factor in it. But you still got a coach. I mean, look at the team they were playing Was had no – Great players, or no players that were five star. uh, I mean, they had a couple of five stars, but um, it's possible to. Don't forget, Missouri had these guys beat. And Missouri doesn't have a bunch of four four and five star guys. They got a bunch
3: of Gators now, though. I
2: I got one. A couple more of transfer in there. No, but is Hopper not done?
3: I think he declared.
2: Yeah. So they got Avery Helm and Treves. Treves Johnson. No, Avery went somewhere else. I don't know. I don't. I'll ask me about it next football season because I I can't figure out where everybody's going.
3: All right, let's talk to Antonio. Hey, Antonio.
19: Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? And I called yesterday. I knew it, man. <laughs> it, it is a, it is a sad day. It's, 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 it's sickening watching them. Oh my goodness! Can't stand it, man. You know, the last what twelve years or whatever, I would sit back and watch three of our rivals win national tra- titles. Mm-hmm. Who was that all? Florida State, LSU, and Georgia back to back. And if well, really four if you include Auburn. If you think about the um the old days or whatever. Uh, yeah,
2: but suck. not much of a rivalry there anymore. They never play. So.
19: Yeah, man, it just that well. I grew up in the 90s and I just remember Auburn and the heartbreaks they gave us back then. But man, to, to sit there and just to see that success of Georgia and then you know watch us on the decline. Now I finally get what my father was telling me about when he said I was lucky to grow up in the 90s and watch the success yep. of Florida because, you know, I guess back in the day it was a big problem with Georgia, and now I'm seeing it.
2: Well, the, the, that's the thing. we As great as the Urban Meyer era was in terms of winning those two national titles, the Spurrier era was incredible because you never went to the stadium. And I went to every game after 90... Four, I went to a bunch of them in before that, but when I went back to being a columnist, every game I went to every game from '94 to the end of Spurrier at Florida. Um, yeah. You always went to the stadium thinking Florida was going to win. Yep. And now you go to the stadium having no idea
19: if they're going to win or not.
2: Now that yeah. now that Vandy thing is never going to go away. It's always going to be there.
19: <laughs> yeah, it sucks, man. Um, I agree with I agree with um PG, and I think we did help. You know, this Georgia success with, you know, our lack of recruiting um, over the years. And, like, I look at Georgia's schedule this year, and there was only one team that matched up well with them when it came, I'm saying, for talent, for talent, for talent. And that was in the playoffs against Ohio State. It's like we was rewarded the best semifinals since the playoff era to get the worst national championship since the playoff era.
2: I know. We should have known that was coming because you can't have three straight great games.
19: It's right. Not in college football. Yeah. Not in college football. Not what this is said. Um, I watch uh, the the comic uh, El- Everest. I watched that documentary for the first time last night.
2: Cuban and, Comet. Um,
19: yeah, the Cuban Comet. And I didn't know um, in the 60s, I didn't know that they ran the, co- um, the coach off after a nine after a nine and one season.
2: 9-1-1, one, and one. And here's what happened. Uh, before the season, they went to Gray's and said, hey, because uh, 68 was a disaster. I know they were – I think they were 6-3-1 that year. But that was – But supposed, he had
19: success that whole de- that whole I decade know. He had success for the most part.
2: But they had had uh, – after Spurrier, 67 wasn't great. 68 was uh, – it was supposed to be their great year with Larry Smith and everything. And they uh, – they didn't play well. And then they went to Spurrier, or I'm sorry, to uh, Graves before the season and said, after this year, this is your last year, enjoy it, blah, blah, wow. blah. And uh, and then he goes 9-1-1. They're already talking to Dickey. They're playing Dickey in the game, but um, they are already had a deal worked out with Dickey before the game. So um, not the best yeah, move. You know? Yeah,
19: that I, was that, I think that was one of the worst moves, man, because it was like he changed his whole coaching style to like a more passing attack, which back then it was three R's and a cloud of dust or whatever. And like yeah. I, I feel like had he stayed around, Florida probably would have had success way before the nineties and maybe Spurrier would have been his successor. And maybe would have stayed around a long time as head coach.
2: Uh, yeah, but I look, Graves would have Spurrier was still playing when Graves still would have retired, okay? Um, yeah, but, but uh, he was playing the NFL. But um, no, it was, it was not that was not the the best moment in Florida at football history to push a guy out and make him the AD. Which again, it was name only. He didn't do a ton, but he did yeah. kind of usher in um, a lot of the uh, women's sports.
19: Who y'all who y'all got in the playoffs um, in the NFL? I mean, it's winning it all.
2: I don't think Buffalo is losing a game. I I think that that is a motivated – everybody's motivated, but that team has got the path.
3: Yeah, and I actually think Cincy would beat Kansas City right now, the way way that things are going. So I think Cincy-Buffalo would be fun. And on the other side –
2: I have no idea on the other side. I mean,
3: you give a lot of credit to the 49ers, but I, I still think the Eagles will pull it off.
2: Their their quarterback the play is yeah. better than it was with Garoppolo, but it doesn't mean he's a great player. Yeah,
19: Jimmy see I'm a diehard nine and I believe Jimmy G, I believe we are like a quarterback. We've been a quarterback away the last three years of winning yep. the Super Bowl. And maybe if Purdy, even though he's a rookie, if he can if he could play like he's been playing, I feel like this might be our year. Because I believe that's all it's been is we've been a quarterback short. We've yeah. been having the talent to win a Super Bowl the last three years. It's just Jimmy G come playoff time
2: yep. and chokes.
3: Can't figure it out. And, yep. and the defense legit. So, they, I mean, they they could figure out Philly.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm hoping we get nothing but good playoff games.
19: It
3: should be.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. All right, Antonio,
3: appreciate you. It's, How about uh, a
2: Jaguars-Bucks Super Bowl?
3: <laughs> be interesting.
2: Two nine and eight teams going head to head.
3: Yeah, I don't know if the Jags get by this weekend.
2: Wait a minute, are they? They're eight and nine. No, Bucks are eight. And Bucks nine. are eight and nine. Yeah, so an eight and nine against a nine and eight. I, no, I don't think either one. No, I think the Jaguars get by this weekend. I don't you think, think the they Bucks beat do. the Chargers. I do.
3: And you think the Cowboys beat the Bucks? No. Well, then
2: the Bucks are going to win. No, the yes, I do think the Cowboys are going to beat the Bucks. The Fins will lose because they got to go to Buffalo. Yeah, no chance. Steve, what's up? Yeah, that's a reward for. Well, out.
20: I thought I was gonna be funny with y'all and then I listened to Jack and he was mad. But you were talking about the Gator basketball team turning it around and I was gonna tell you it's a funny language we have when fat chance and slim chance mean the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, true. This is what I was talking about the other day. We have a bunch of eight and nine and nine and eight teams playing each other in the playoffs. And and you said it depended on what division you were in. Well, yeah, but look at all the teams that are nine and eight that are, I mean, there's one from every division making the playoffs. All you got to do is win half your games to make the playoffs.
2: To make them, yeah. Well, I think this was kind of a weird year, though. I mean, the combined record of the three state teams was one game over 500, and they all made the playoffs. I mean, that... Uh, Again, it hadn't happened since '99.
4: Yeah,
3: I mean, but it shows the parody, and I think it's fun. Like that Detroit's relevant, and you get some of these other. Think about here's the ultimate parody:
2: is the Rams. Yeah. To go from winning the Super Bowl to being what would they end up five and twelve? Yeah.
3: Stafford got hurt, but still. Yeah. But still, a lot. But a lot of teams seem to do that: win the Super Bowl, and it's well, don't make it playoffs.
4: It's hard. It's hard because you get the hardest schedule. They give
2: you the hardest schedule. You get the worst draft pick. Yeah. Yeah. It's set up for parity, whereas college football is set up for dynasties.
20: I think that uh, you touched on it, too. One of the main reasons that there were so many teams that were not great this year was because they had 67 or 68 quarterbacks, different quarterbacks, start in the NFL this year.
2: Yeah, I think it was 67 was the number. I saw that and actually used that uh, on something. But, yeah, that was – a lot of guys got hurt. A lot of guys got benched. A lot of guys are going to be elsewhere next year. I think um, – who was it that pointed out the teams? Oh, it's my brother, Tim. The the quarterbacks in the Jaguars division. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is clearly very good. Mm-hmm. Look at the other guys that are in there. Titans don't have their quarterback. Um, I'm trying to think who else is in their division. He knew it by heart. But The, the, the Houston, Houston, Houston and Indianapolis. And Indianapolis, who they benched Ryan finally because he was so bad. He's done, you know. And then Houston, they. Yeah, they. There's a
20: team that has zero direction with just firing Lovey Smith. Maybe they'll. I don't know.
2: Well, the good news for them is they got to hope the Bears take, use their pick and don't trade it. Because the Bears do that, then they can get Bryce Young with their. With their picks, so that's they got to get a quarterback one way or another. I think I would well, trade it, trade them to that pancake eaten Yeah, out in Seattle that's what I would do, and then um uh, and then get my draft picks back. That would be my plan
20: um well, I heard somebody say that the clearly the the um uh, the bears are going to stay with. With fields, right?
3: You would think so. I mean, th- at what, one what point what? when he was running all over the place, he had a four or five week span where he was the best quarterback in the NFL. Just about.
2: Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think the problem is is him. I think it's got a, lo- There's got a, a lot. There's a lot of other problems,
3: things so. they need.
20: Yeah. Well, I don't think too. It's fast concussion protocol yet. Has he?
3: No, I'm not sure if he plays uh, this year, I'm next not year.
20: Su- I'm not sure if he'll ever play You. I know.
3: Sad. I'm sure. And, I I'm mean, sure remember everybody was him criticizing him for throwing all those picks against Green Bay, but obviously he was concussed and didn't know what was going on.
20: Yep.
3: All right, Steve, all appreciate right, you. you. have a good one. Yep, thank you. And let's get Copper Gator. What's up, Copper Gator?
14: Gentlemen, gentlemen, I had a really cool topic to talk about, but I'll be going to delay that just for one minute. I don't. I'll, I'll say what you guys probably can't say, but I don't believe in a, a lot of things that Jack went off on a rant there about, and, and, and one of them is booster money, and one of them is is the culture and diversity to this university. I think those are added benefits that 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 school up north, either at Florida State and and UGA, lack and and those things add credibility to us and bring in better recruits, bring in better things. And so, as much as he's bitter and sour and living in a in a bad area of Georgia. That's that's nothing that a lot of the the that our fan base that our fan base believes in. So I'll I'll, I'll leave that there.
2: I'm sure um, Hugh Hathcock would say, well, what? How come my bank account's gone so down so far?
14: You know, <laughs> yeah. if if we're not
2: giving money, yeah. you know,
14: yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot. I mean, I'm a booster too. I I know it. I do mine for baseball versus football, but you know, there are there are many things that there's a lot of people that we're putting good money into this organization, and and there's just right now we're at a difficult part. We're trying to deal with it, and we're gonna get. You go through these rough areas to get to the good ones, and you know I think one of the points that that is kind of missed on that situation is where you know it makes me appreciate that you know I maybe I should have gone to oh six and oh eight national championships in Glendale or or, or up to Indianapolis in oh six and oh seven for basketball for the Final Four or or any of those things. You know it made me it made me you know it makes you realize that those things are few and far between and you know, taken for granted the 17 national championship for baseball. Like, oh, I'll get another chance in my lifetime. And who knows if those are going to exist, you know?
2: Yeah, you need to. You needed to have the situation I did, which was somebody paid for you to go to those games.
3: <laughs> yes, yeah, so you could
14: be there. <laughs> you you, you want to be my backer, Pat? I mean, I could really use a oh, booster to really help me. You know, I can I can handle drinking and eating, but I need, you know, flights and hotels. May.
2: I'll never forget uh, saying to Jeremy, um, you know, Obviously, this run has been unbelievable. And, and Jeremy would say, well, why does it have to end now? And I would say, well, because it always – everybody's ends. It, 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 this is college sports, you know, where yeah. you know, Joe Kim Noah and Al Horford are going to leave. Tebow's going to leave. And then you got to you got to figure out what to do after that. And Florida did a very good job.
14: Yeah, and so the, the question I was going to call and ask you guys both if. You know, as we're getting through football and it's all over. That was last night. We're going into baseball and softball season for me. I, I mean, I watch basketball, but I'm not a diehard basketball guy. Can you guys give me two guarantees? You know, one for for baseball and one for softball. What am I going to see this year? What am I going to see? The you know the pitching staff come out and light it up for softball and then just be unhittable, or or same with baseball, or. Is defense going to be an issue, or, or what are the one things that I know that, that you guys see right now that, that are going to be out there when I go and watch the games, and uh, I'll, I'll just take it off the air. You guys go, Gators.
3: Okay, Copper Gator, thank you. I mean, to me, it's, it's the Gator pitching staff. I mean, more than anything, that's what you have to do to win. And, and I know you obviously got to come up with clutch hits, but why did the Gators – you just mentioned the 2017 national title. Why did they win? Because you had Faedo, you had Singer, and you had
2: Coar. I mean, you had just... Which is what we thought Florida was going to be in the post-COVID year. Yeah. With that staff, everybody came back, and it turned out it didn't work out. But
3: this... And thought, then you had a closer, and, yeah. and Michael Byrne. So, and I think that's what... I mean, You, if you look at this Gator pitching staff, you could potentially have three first-rounders on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So that would be what we basically saw with that group in 17 and remember they didn't hit all that well like I mean yeah. Horvath is playing center Lippitt couldn't hit a lick and they had a lot of guys that didn't really do much but they did just enough and they got hot at the right time but they were always in every game because they can pitch and I and I exactly. think that's what you'll see here and selfishly I hope that they pitch good because that means shorter games and you're not there for four hours on a
2: yeah softball wise uh, the softball game has evolved to a uh, more hitting than I mm-hmm. mean dominant pitchers don't come along very often unless they're at Oklahoma. I mean the last one for Florida's been was Kelly Barnhill and even her she got lit up uh, occasionally and um but I, I think they're gonna be really good this year. They got a lot of a lot of their talent back and uh they can run they they've got top of the order still Skylar Wallace and Fallby. They can run like crazy and um I think they'll be really good. Now are they gonna be the best team in the country? No, probably um, Oklahoma is still Oklahoma, but I think both teams. I think both teams have a chance to get to Oklahoma City and Omaha, a, mm-hmm. a, a real legitimate chance. And obviously, softball did last year. Um, the question is, can baseball? Can they put it together? Move some guys over, score some runs, just enough. Again, like you said, you don't have to win every game ten to two. No, it's okay to win it three to two.
3: I'll take it Alright, we'll uh, take a break We will come back and keep the conversation rolling You're listening to The Tailgate
0: Gainesville Sports Center Here's what's trending Now on ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF
15: Good afternoon, I'm Bennett Solomon Gators men's basketball team Hits the road tonight to take on the LSU Tigers Gators are coming off a much needed home win Over the Georgia Bulldogs on Saturday And are looking to win their second straight game you can catch coverage of tonight's game starting right here at 6.30. In the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning return home to take on the Columbus Blue Jackets, The Lightning hope to get back in the win column after losing their last two games on the road. Puck drop is set for 7 p.m. Both Florida NBA teams are in action tonight. First, Miami Heat hosts the Oklahoma City Thunder at 7.30. Miami will look to bounce back after a tough one-point loss to the Brooklyn Nets on Sunday. The Orlando Magic are on the road in Portland as they face the Trail Blazers with tip off set for 10 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN
3: 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that sight is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident.
8: Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients.
3: Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators.
8: Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com.
3: star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself yes Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in north central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into a full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no stress care. From the UF Weather Center, here is your
0: WRUF weather update.
7: This evening, skies mostly clear, then overnight areas of fog developing. Low temperatures, cold in the morning. They'll drop to the upper 30s and lower 40s. Tomorrow afternoon, though, warming up will get a little bit warmer than today. Highs in the lower 70s with mostly sunny skies. Overnight tomorrow into Thursday morning, lows near 50 with areas of fog likely. Then Thursday afternoon, increasing cloud cover, highs in the upper 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski.
0: Keyshawn J, Will, and Max. <laughs>
14: Jerry in New York. I think Aaron Rodgers is really a terrible teammate.
16: Reminds me of a guy bad-mouthing another receiver on his team because he felt like he wasn't getting enough passes. Yeah,
14: play. I wasn't getting enough passes. The hell you mean? They drafted me to give me the passes. They didn't draft me to yeah. stand around. Key, that Wayne Krebette was something else. Key,
0: Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF. We are your all for a temp- Listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app.
6: This is Gator Soccer Coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to the Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
2: Seth gave me the approval to give him some more songs, so I'm fired up. I'm going to go home and do that tonight.
3: Nice. I'll send a few, too, so we can get at least a few yeah. decent ones.
2: The ones that we have are pretty good they right are very now. very
3: good. I was just messing with you. That, of course, Float On by Modest Mouse.
2: Yep. Great song.
3: And I was actually playing when I just got my new Gator 1 card. But one it still doesn't work. work. <laughs> <laughs> but I told the guy, I was like, man, you got some good taste in music. Did you pick this uh, he was like, "Yeah." I was like, oh, good." I've been listening to like four songs and I haven't been disappointed with it. Is any there of
2: anything them. else you can use your Gator One card for, other than just getting in here?
3: Probably get discounts on movie tickets. Mm. You say you're a. <laughs> you say you're a student.
2: <laughs> Look at me, I'm a student.
3: I do want to see the new Avatar, so maybe we
2: talked about it out. yesterday.
3: I know. So we'll see. All right, let's get back to the the important stuff. Your phone calls, David. What's up? Welcome.
13: Hey guys! Uh, I, after listening to these commercials, um, I guess I have to identify myself as I'm old, like Pat Dooley, also. Nice. He and I, we. I think we all the cool people, people are old. Together. <laughs> exactly. So, but that's part of why I'm calling. Um I'm so old. I don't understand where college sports is going, and so I just want to get a little education from you guys. Can you explain this Gator Collective? What it is? how it gets funded, how the money gets distributed, what the student-athletes have to do in return, those sorts of things.
3: Yeah, sure. I, um, I think the neat part, and, well, the the big goal of it is to inevitably branch it out into all the sports so you can donate to football and it's going towards football and all that. A majority of it's now doing the same thing, but if you want to say, hey, I'd like to get a really great baseball player to uh, do something for me, then that money would go to them. But it, it's funded by the fans, so all of you, basically. And, you know, I think the the way that they try to to tell you is if you, just like a subscription, you put in $10 a month, they're going to put that into the whole Gator Collective. You know, the, the guys and gals that are running it are very smart with money, and, you know, they have a, an opportunity to try to increase that pot. But inevitably, it's it's trying to help out the student-athletes. So, whereas... Other people and other schools have decided to say, hey, I'm just going to donate X amount of money and it's just going to buy players to get here. That's not what it's supposed to do. the, The way Florida works, the state of Florida, is that you can only give money for that name image likeness to somebody once they're already on campus and then have the ability to choose. So if you want Anthony Richardson to do your car commercial, then he would get money through the Gator Collective that was donated into that pot to then support that, so the the goal is to inevitably have as many Gator fans as possible. And if you think about it, again, ten bucks is, you know, I, I think not a, a ton of money. um You put that in, it's one hundred and twenty bucks a year, then, and that's going towards a lot of different things. And if you get a whole bunch of people to do that, then that pot would get up pretty quickly.
2: Yeah, well, I think that was the the plan that Florida had, but again. Guys like Hugh Hathcock are, come in with that Gator guard, and that's yeah. a lot more money. And that's he's kind of their Florida's version of uh, Ruiz down mm-hmm. in Miami. But um, and again, we'll see how that, that all goes with with guys. I mean, they're not going to have money forever, or want to. So, I don't want to say they 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 will have money probably forever, but they don't want to spend it forever
13: if they're not getting results. So does this money then? in some way get uh, distributed in any sort of even fashion amongst yes. different athletes or it, or the, well, somebody no. is a decision maker <laughs> and says this hot athlete is likely to come here. If we yes. make them think they're going to get some money. That's, I mean, I, that's what it is. I, quite frankly, it, this sounds dirty as all hell to me. Oh, it's, I mean, it's it's it sounds disaster. like this stuff. It's, and so, and just as an example, I mean, I know that a lot of these guys have gotten nil money, and I know Anthony Richardson apparently got nil money from you know a a car dealership. I haven't seen any commercials where he's done that, and so part of my question also is, what do the athletes have to do in return for this? You you honestly don't have to do
3: it. You honestly don't have to do anything. You're basically like on retainer, and if they say they want you to do something, you can. But if somebody just wanted to give you a million dollars and not have you do anything, then that's what can inevitably happen. It depends happen. on
2: how the contract is written up.
3: But too. but a lot of the other stuff, like if you look at actually the Gator Collective, they do a great job with how they like bring fans involved and then they'll pay a football player. And it may not be the superstar, but they'll give him X amount of money to join a Twitter chat or a group chat or just get in there and you can now like, meet this person, ask him questions, kind of – you and know it, mingle with them do all these things so i everything the gator collective is doing is kind of catering to the smaller stuff obviously there's the bigger right. pool that they're they're trying to use for some of the athletes but it's fun because they're giving gymnast money and baseball players money and um, gymnasts are
2: killing it too on uh, Instagram. social media yeah, stuff social media, yeah. so they
3: they can get money but um the the collectives i think being used the the right way how it's actually supposed to be used and I mean i've been around Florida now for twenty five years Pat's been a lot longer than me, but you know the the compliance office here and jamie McCloskey, they they make sure it's done the right way, and I honestly can't say that about many of the other schools that they uh they are doing it the right way.
13: Well, I can tell you we've obviously gone so far from when um the athletic department gives Jarvis Williams a few dollars of gas money to go see a you know a sick relative or be at the birth of his baby or something in Palatka that now this is, I don't
2: know. Oh, remember when, uh, when Fred, I think it was Fred Riddell and somebody else got suspended because they took free pizza from, you know, somebody, they, they, they allowed themselves to have free pizzas. Oh my God. Now guys are walking around with, you know, $100 bills going, I'll get the pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Worry about it.
13: Ah, I'm but, getting too old, guys. yep yeah, it, it's tough. It's, it is it's, what it is. I mean, it, I mean
3: it's it's made at it the NFL. It's I mean, it's yeah. it's completely changed anything that what we thought. It's the NFL without
2: parity. Yeah,
3: but,
13: college but athletics you know, should the, be. The the other part of this is so so they do this they are they're, they're getting some cash, but then it gets to the bowl game and they say, oh no, I'm I'm not doing it. I'm not playing. I mean, really, <laughs> you you know. Someone gave you money to do this. I would think if somebody, car dealership in Gainesville says, look, we're going to give you this money. You're going to do this. I would think that they would say, but you have to come through for the team, meaning you have to be there for the team.
2: Well, but, and most of I, these guys, are, you don't want to put it in the contract that you, you sign them to because they may not want to come. Or they may, If they say, oh, you got to play in the bowl game, then they would go, well, I'm, I'm, yeah, not, I'm not sure I want to go that. there. Yeah, I don't want to. So it it's a real slippery slope that we're on right now. We'll we'll see where it goes. Um but it's it's certainly not what uh NIL was intended for. It's not the plan. I understand that the players needed to get compensated because everybody's walking around in um $1,000 suits in you know administrative offices and you know they're making a ton of money and you know, what is it $80 million the SEC hands out for every team? You know, and where is that money going? Well, it's going to the coaches. So, I Great. I do get that there was a, but there was a way to do this the right way, and and they flubbed it.
13: I think they missed it. Yep. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, thanks, David. Yep.
3: Thanks, David. Appreciate it. Let's uh, stick with the same topic and talk to Kevin. Kevin, what's up? Hey
21: guys. So so fantastic. Uh, first of all, hey, talented Jack, man. Uh, that guy brought it. Thank you so much, Jack. <laughs> he and did bring figure, it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, he brought it, and uh, the previous caller stole my thunder. Uh, so it kind of then just, you know, it transitions now to defining who we are and what we want to be. Do we want to be the the uh, the nice, do everything the right way, old school way, and ultimately be a seven and five, eight and four type of football program, or do we want to be a football type of school that casts? Cash cow, so to, to kind of bring Florida back to prominence. Because kind of like what Jackson was mentioning, I mean, if you got a good football program, everything else is pretty good. You know, I don't know how good Alabama uh, baseball was uh, five years ago, or, or you know, or how good their softball team was, but they're winning national titles. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we we have to have this paradigm shift, is what it seems like, based on uh, you know, especially the discussion you guys have had. You know, we have the collective that seems more fair and generous for all. And then there's the guard, right? Which is for the hardcore football. Is that right?
2: The guard is and for guys you want to pay a lot of money to. Not
21: the, specific to football?
2: No, not necessarily. Nah, yeah, but we, necessarily. we all know yeah, what, majority, yeah, yes.
4: Yeah.
21: Right, right, okay. Because ultimately, this is what it, it seems like. There's a resource allocation, but it still stems from defining who we are as, as a school. And so do we want everybody to have something? And so the softball team has a great new stadium, um, and and so they do well, but our football program is going to be 75, you know, or the the non-revenue-generating sports. How much credence or resources are we going to now allocate to the non-revenue-generating sports so everybody's happy and we're doing things the quote-unquote right way?
2: Well, the thing is football is still going to get a majority of of everything um, financially. Uh, but you you make a good point defining who you are, and that that is something that I think is going to be a, a discussion going forward. Um, yeah. Do we want to put, you know, does Florida want to put everything into football? Well, they've got how many coaches with ten-year contracts right now? O'Sullivan, Mouse, Walton. Mm-hmm. There might be yeah. another one, um, but I I, I think at least
3: you, you have to look at it from the amount of money that's wanted too, though, because if you say, okay, the the best football player might want $2 million, but the best baseball player, the best softball player might think that $50,000 is a lot of money. So, I mean, you you can at least utilize it that way where you're not having to allocate all those resources. Now, you know, probably to get Colin Castleton to come back, there was probably a pretty penny that he wanted to inevitably not go to the NBA and, you know I don't know if it's necessarily paying off he's the Gators best player but they're 500 so is it yeah. is it really working and and doing it that way so um yeah it's it's obviously a really interesting question but it it's yeah. it's I mean they're they're still going to put a majority of the big time and I think that's why the collective I think the the vision of the guy that started it was to try to get baseball players to put it into a fund to help baseball players or, you know, basketball players to help basketball players. But right now you're not at that right. point yet because there's not enough other people that are adding to that fund to be able to say, okay, football's great. Like we're, we're going to get all those players and spend $10 million on that. And then right. we'll have some other stuff for everybody else. It's just not at that point yet. But
2: see, that's, that, right. I don't, they, think, I don't think people understand that the, the University of Florida, with all the money that's coming in, is allowed to pay these players or give them any money? I mean, they give them the stipend. Which by answer, but, but rules USC they can.
3: can because the rules are different um, in California. It's a
2: private school too. Correct. Yeah. So that's that's
3: where As is Miami. You can now get a lot of different things happening, and and that's the problem, Kevin. Not everybody's on the same playing field. Yeah. The rules are so much different in different places. Where Florida's trying to do it the right way and and has handcuffs on, so to speak, right. compared to some of these other schools. Yeah.
21: Which, which, which means there's got to be a paradigm shift or an expectation decrease, kind of the jacks point, because, I mean, it, it's a great university, and, I, you know, it seems like history repeating itself. When, when Urban Meyer and, and we had Donovan, the, the school is bringing in money from the revenue-generating sports, to so my understanding, the money went to an academic call or something like that for all to use. Yeah. It really wasn't kind of like targeted directly back to those programs or the two programs. That generated the money in the first place. Well, so don't forget
2: like the they cover- just built an eighty million dollar football facility. So I mean, they. Well, obviously, yeah, that's But the when, when the OSL that, was that, built, that, the we had
4: to, or the Hawkins Center, the Hawkins but, but, Center, yeah.
21: Right. So, but but, but the, the stadium, but anyway, the baseball stadium got a, a refurb before the, this eighty-five million dollar thing. Softball got something new, I believe, before this. Yeah, they did? So other, are right. So other programs seem to get the funds before the football program. The same program that's generating the money. And so we're here we go well, again. Well, wait a minute. We have a
2: collective, uh, yeah. I mean don't forget, you know, when Urban was here, he demanded that the Heavener thing be built down there, the the entrance to the stadium. He he pushed for that and yeah. they did that and they, they spent a lot of money on that and they did spend a lot of more money on recruiting and things like that. So it wasn't like they didn't they didn't put money into football. Um they but didn't. they they, they you. again you go back so let me here's the thing Kevin you may have yeah. an opinion on what florida ne- uh florida's identity needs to be it doesn't necessarily mean everybody has that opinion so you know what right. are, are we going to get all 4 million al- or 400,000 alumni together and figure out what everybody wants and have them vote on it do you want to be an everything right. school or do you want to be a football school and you play right. these other sports so right.
21: Which which goes back to our quite, like, kind of defining who we are because we're one of the rare schools that still have to compete with Florida State and Miami. You know, Georgia doesn't have to compete with some other school like that in Georgia or Alabama. I mean, they have Auburn, but I mean, it's just a little different dynamic here at Florida. It's a little bit more tough. And so I think defining who we are is critical because, you know, we we do have to adjust our expectations. It's just really difficult to kind of appease everybody. Well, yeah, but
2: I will say this. If Florida decided we're going to go all in on football, it's all we're going to care about. Uh, you know, if Tim Walton wants to walk away and Kevin O'Sullivan and um all these other coaches want to walk away, I would say I don't I don't like that. I don't want to be that. I don't want to I don't want to be yeah. writing about that. So, hey, we got to take right. a break, Kevin. Appreciate it. We'll take a break. We'll come back and wrap up this show, good Tuesday show, great callers today, and we'll come back with more of them here on the tailgate.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN, ninety-eight 1 FM, eight fifty AM, WRUF.
15: Good afternoon. I'm Bennett Solomon. In the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning return home to take on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Lightning hope to get back in the win column after losing their last two games on the road. Puck drop is set for seven PM. The Gators men's basketball team hits the road tonight to take on the LSU Tigers. The Gators are coming off a much-needed home win over the Georgia Bulldogs on Saturday and are looking to win their second straight game. You can catch coverage of tonight's game starting right here at 6.30. Both Florida NBA teams are in action tonight. First, the Miami Heat host the Oklahoma City Thunder at 7.30. Miami will look to bounce back after a tough one-point loss to the Brooklyn Nets on Sunday. The Orlando Magic are on the road in Portland as they face the Trailblazers with tip-off set for ten. That's your Gainesville sports center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN 98.1 FM. 8:50 a.m.
17: WRUF
6: Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. Call QC Kinetics. Let QC
1: Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair
6: and restore damaged tissue. These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief.
1: Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see what your options are.
6: QC Kinetics, restorative, regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking
1: about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you.
14: Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. Here's an
6: unexpected, unplanned, and unprecedented buying opportunity from International Diamond Center. A massive store-wide clearance sale. Now through January 15th, IDC's on a mission to clear out excess inventory. We've slashed prices on a multi-million dollar selection of rings, earrings, pendants, bands, bracelets, and more. You save 20, 30, even 40% on selected pieces of exquisite jewelry. And because IDC doesn't play the mark-up to mark-down game, you know these discounts are the real deal. Coop earrings. Save 33% off IDC's already Low price. Diamond stud earrings, marked down 28%. Fashion bracelets, 30% off. Fancy yellow diamonds save an incredible 40%. Extreme values in virtually every category. If you have a special occasion coming up this year, or if you just love an unbelievable deal, you can't miss this special savings event. It's IDC Surprise Clearance Sale with unprecedented discounts store-wide. Outrageous savings, now through Sunday, January 15th only, and only at International Diamond Center. Get showroom directions, store hours, and learn more at shopidc.com. Hoop, there it
0: is, with Steve Russell and ESPN's Mark Wise. Monday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues, here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
3: All right. A few minutes left. That's it. And, uh as Pat mentioned, a great show, a lot of great calls and interesting conversation that uh, we will continue to have, uh, I'm sure throughout the week and moving forward. Let's get David to wrap up the day. Hey, David.
11: Hey guys, I'll be quick. Um, one thing I'll say about this NIL stuff is it all started because players weren't allowed to do like their own thing, like YouTube channels and Twitch streaming and stuff, because mm-hmm. if if they were associated with the university and they got caught making money, it didn't matter what, if they created that whole thing themselves, they got, uh, they got punished.
3: Nothing for it, like for the it yeah. the UCF kicker. Correct. Like
11: the UCF kicker. Yeah. Um, and so I think we got to figure this NIL thing out, but I'm 100% for players like getting paid because, I mean, they put their bodies on the line and things like that. However, like I mean, they could have saved all this problem if they would have just Come up with a wage that you say, all right, these guys are bringing in money to the university, they're paid this amount, whether you say minimum wage or whatever, and then they get a percentage of the gate of whatever game they're playing. Because well, yeah. how many times do you pack And, and pay now they're deal?
2: employees of the University of Florida.
11: And, uh, yeah, and it doesn't, I mean, so what? So, so you, you got to pay re- their health care. But okay, okay, so you do you know, already. Yeah. Entered, yeah, you already do it already. It, it's literally just semantics at this point, and we're like, the n c a a never wanted to admit that players needed to needed compensation and then it's just gone ugly because we refused to do what we should have been doing from the beginning but the reason I called a uh, question um I read today that our big quarterback that we just got out of uh, out of uh, pittsburgh california um is technically in the system, but he hasn't enrolled in any classes and they were like kicking up some dust about that today saying that he hasn't enrolled in any classes so he might not be with us for the spring do you guys know anything about
2: that well we know what what everybody knows which is he's not enrolled in classes and everybody's guessing and, and throwing stuff out there but we'll we'll just kind of wait and see i mean there's no point in and questioning whether he's coming here or not um it could be that he's decided to wait a day or, he, or maybe his car broke down i don't know we get to find out and when we find out we'll know
11: I mean, it's just people guessing
2: working. right now, totally guessing, well, and some of them so guessing guessing wrongly. I might add.
4: True,
11: um, but I work at student affairs, and like you have a whole drop ad week. Yeah. Put your whole yeah. classes in and everything, and I mean, I mean, I I don't <laughs> think you should worry about nothing until it's, it's worth worrying about. Uh, yeah. But it is just kind of weird. Maybe it is don't weird. Feel like uh, putting his classes in yet? But who knows? I bet. I mean, whatever happens, happens.
2: I only care that one student at the University of Florida got her classes. <laughs> You're her done name you. is Kelsey Dooley. <laughs> <laughs> all right, David, thank I'm you so
3: much. To you too. Appreciate that. And, uh, again, appreciate everybody for uh, partaking
2: Good show in our stuff today. Good two hours. Went by, blew by.
3: Remember, they had to walk uh, Brad Wilkerson to class because back then, if you went to a class and you couldn't sign, it was all different back then. So, Grubby oh, yeah. walked Wilkie to his first class, made sure he got the campus. So, Somebody just find Rashad and walk him to class.
2: I've got a great story about that we'll, we'll do tomorrow.
3: All right. We'll do that and uh, appreciate everybody for uh, tuning in. For duels. I'm Dozo. See
4: you.